Thanks for tuning in to the Unpopular Review Wrestling Podcast. This is an audio version of our Wrestling Review live streams. You can check those out and other funny and entertaining content at our YouTube channel. Find it at youtube.com backslash unpopular review. Thanks and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? This is Big Daddy Cool here for Unpopular Review. This is the Monday night WWE Raw Review and Results Show for January 18th, 2021. We will be talking about Asuka versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, a very different side of Asuka that we've seen tonight. Um, we'll get into that and our reactions to that. Um, lots more, uh, I guess, miscommunication and dissension from uh, the Hurt business. It's a lot of infighting. Uh, Lacey continues to uh, flirt with Charlotte's father, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Um, and, um, yeah, Randy Orton... Um, Shows his face, but doesn't show his face. We'll get into that, and our title picture kind of gives you a hint of that. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll catch you on the other side. This is Unpopular Review, the Raw Results Show. See you on the other side, guys. Welcome again, everybody. This is Big Daddy Cool, and I am here for Unpopular Review for January 18th, 2021. We're going to be talking about tonight's Monday Night Raw, but before we get into that, before I introduce my co-host of this evening, I want to please remind all of you guys watching uh, to please make sure you smash that like button and uh, share this uh, broadcast with all your uh, wrestling friends and buddies, any... Um, Anybody that you know that likes wrestling, please make sure that you share this with them and tell them to tune in and uh, drop some comments. We're going to be talking about Raw. We're going to talk about some other wrestling stuff, and we're going to be reading your comments on the air. So we can have a conversation about anything in wrestling um, if you want to chat about anything like that. So, and again, if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you like and subscribe. Very important for a like and subscribe. We just reached over 500 uh, subscribers on YouTube, so thank you for that. Again, it's uh, Unpopular Review on YouTube. Um, we do wrestling reviews, movie reviews. We just wrapped up X-Men 2 and Black Lightning uh, season three. I think it's episodes eight and nine. So really good stuff. Really lots of good content on our YouTube channel. Please check us out there. Um, joining me again tonight, as usual, last several uh, Monday nights is uh, none other than the UPR champion and uh, self-proclaimed technician David Self-proclaimed, please. How's it going, Steven? Going good, man. Going good. What did you think of tonight's Raw? I thought it was sort of disappointing, not going to lie. I feel like there could have been a lot more creativity. Um, You know, I feel like we've been saying a lot of the same stuff for the past few weeks now, which I have not minded. I get, you know, they're trying to – they're working with what they have, but I feel like, you know – 
sometimes you got to mix it up a little. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. I mean, I want to say that this episode of Raw was a lot better than last week's episode. I felt like last week's episode was stretched out. And this one kind of felt like that too a little bit, especially with the Alexa and, and Asuka stuff. Having Alexa and Asuka in the ring like in hour two and for a um, Alexa's playground segment and then to finish the show. Again, it's that doubling up that we were talking about last week that you can obviously tell that they're they're playing with a short bench. Um, and we'll get into that when we talk about that. But um, Raw ended up – and, guys, please make sure you drop all your comments. Uh, we'll read some of them on the air. I want to welcome some of the people that are uh, watching us here. I want to say Elvis. What's up, Elvis? It says, Happy Lana Day. George Lewis says, What's up, guys? What's up? Oh, my man Zoli representing YouTube. What's going on? Make sure you guys, I see George, I see Zoli. Please make sure you're dropping those likes on on, uh, on uh, YouTube, man. Please, please, please. I see Daniel Miller. What's going on? He says, fire Charlotte. She's just very angry at Charlotte for some reason. Um, the ladies love the technician. It's absolutely true. The ladies do love the technician. As always. Why wouldn't they? Um, and girl wrestling a go-go. Hey, guys, what's going on? What's um, going on? So let's jump into as we uh keep reading those comments about uh the comment the uh the matches that, that you saw and and what you thought about raw tonight um let's start with what opened up raw and that was Randy Orton Randy Orton uh, if you remember last week was uh uh shot in the face with a fireball by Alexa Bliss um and we saw him come back tonight but in a different fashion he was wearing a Conquistador number two mask. I don't know if uh, I'm showing my age by making that reference, but this is uh, Randy Orton now, and he, he kind of looked like he wanted to take it off. Really good promo, by the way, that opened up Raw, and he was talking about how um, you know he doesn't really blame Alexa. He blames The Fiend for it, and The Fiend is trying – this is what I found interesting about his promo – the Fiend is, quote, trying to stop him from winning the Royal Rumble. So did you get any vibes leading up to tonight that The Fiend wants to stop Randy Orton from entering the Royal Rumble or winning the Royal Rumble? I mean, I wouldn't say just tonight, but, like, altogether, I mean, Randy, The Fiend wants to destroy Randy Orton, obviously. Not just that he doesn't just want him not to win the Rumble. He wants to take this man. Uh, he wants to put this man on the shelf forever for the rest of his career. That's it. It's there's no other discussion needed. I mean, it's been pretty obvious over the past few weeks that uh, Bray Wyatt's spirits are still looking. Um, I'm sure he will return eventually, um, but when he does return, I feel like there might be a little bit of a different version of him, like an even more creepier side than than we have now with the Fiend. But um, yeah, yeah. What did you think of the promo? I thought the promo was good. I just think it. I, I think it stretched out a little too long. It was like, if I what I think it should have been like three or four minutes. It turned into like ten. So I think it was a good promo overall. Um, but yeah, just way too long. Yeah, I agree. And you know, uh, you know, it, it's it's funny. Like, I don't think Randy Orton knows how to cut a short promo. I think he this is his style and. 
it works for him. It worked for Triple H for such a long time. And so, you know, this is what he's doing. So, but what I don't understand is like, out of nowhere is, this is the disconnect, I guess, is The Fiend is trying to keep Randy Orton from winning the world title and thus winning the Royal Rumble. Like, where did that come from? Like, what you were saying. The Fiend wants to destroy um, Randy Orton because they've got a feud going. And he lit the, the guy on fire a couple months ago. So it's not about winning the Royal Rumble. He doesn't care if he wins the Rumble or not, probably. I mean, sure, it probably doesn't sit well with him if he does, but, you know, this just tipped me off that the next time we're going to see The Fiend is going to be at the Royal Rumble. He's going to enter as one of the uh, the combatants, and he's going to eliminate Randy Orton. He's going to probably eliminate both of them at the same time. They're going to go over the top rope and then disappear, probably. The lights will go out, and they'll disappear. Ah. And you're not going to know what happened. Are you all right, David? Are we still on the air? I think we are. Anyways, uh, I don't what know. the fuck? I can still hear you, David. Come on, PC. Not anyway. today, bro. Anyways, I think David's having some technical difficulties, but I'm going to carry on without him. Um... As Jeff says, the co- the coke ran out, that or the hamster stopped running on his computer. Who knows? Um, sorry, are you back. It's yeah. all right. We're sorry. I had some technical difficulties, and now Jeff. First of all, I don't have coke. <laughs> of course, because um, you snorted it all. Yeah, very funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's that about that. Let's. Um, Jeff says, hear me out. Orton misunderstands the Fiend's intentions. I don't know what he's thinking. Oh, look, Kenny Omega is here. Look, we got the all-wrestling world champion in the chat. What's going on, Kenny? That's right. Kenny Omega is here, and he says, well, the Fiend did not coast his match, cost against his match against AJ Styles to get a chance at the title, and I predict that the Fiend will enter the Royal Rumble. In the final moments, Randy will be in the final four. Probably. I, I do Very agree possible. that I think that the fiend is going to cost Randy Orton his chance at the at the Rumble. I don't know if it's going to be the final four or somewhere in the middle, but that's what's going to happen. Um, I just want to um, address one thing, and that's um, you'll see this guy Daniel Miller in the comments, and he's on YouTube, and he was trolling us earlier in this Yep I Like Wrestling uh, group earlier apparently he thinks that we completely can't stand him honestly my man we're not staying up at night because of your comments but uh, you know chris invited you onto the show on third on friday and you decided not to show up but that's on you whatever you whatever you're comfortable with um no we did not report you he thinks that uh we we reported him but apparently uh he decided to say that we were uh aw haters which I will say that I don't hate AW. I like it. I just can't stand John Moxley because he's an idiot. And um, you know, I hate to derail the show because of this guy, but I just want to make sure that everybody understands that this guy is obviously now at troll level, and 
I shouldn't really be noticing him, but I just wanted to let you guys know. So we don't hate him. He's always welcome. He can jump on tonight's show if he likes. We can send him the link, no problem, and we can have a friendly debate. But he won't because he's who he is. Moving on, we had Charlotte and Lacey as segment number two. Um, backstage, we saw an interview with Charlie Caruso, and she was trying to get in touch with uh, – she was trying to talk to Ric Flair. And Lacey cut him off, and Lacey was – She's like, why did you why'd you turn on your daughter? And so he um before he can speak, Lacey cuts him off and she's like, listen, you know, I'm uh I'm learning from one of the dirtiest players in the game. He's teaching me stuff, so mind your business, Charlie. Later on during Charlotte's match, Charlotte has a match with Peyton Royce. Okay, match. I'm not pretty long, but you know, nothing crazy, right, Dave? Nothing crazy. I mean, you know, Peyton Royce, I, I was talking about this uh, with Chris during the match. I think that Peyton Royce is the lesser of the two stars when I thought she was actually going to be the greater of the two stars when it comes to the Iconics um, after they broke up. Um, but, you know, call me an asshole for this. You know, I, th I thought, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. Um, Billy Kay is actually the more entertaining out of the two. You know, she's she's making it work on SmackDown with her old resume thing. She's uh, seemingly teaming with the Riot Squad now. And Peyton Royce is out here losing to Charlotte Flair on Raw. So things don't really uh, look to be looking good for her. But, uh, yeah, o overall thoughts on this match. I, I thought it was an okay match. It was nothing crazy. Um, I heard a report that uh, Lacey Evans was, like, uncomfortable with this whole Ric Flair thing and I, I wouldn't doubt it for a second because you know I don't think so. Uh, because you know what on Twitter she doubles down like she's all like oh you know I'm hanging out with over the weekend she's like I'm hanging out with Rick. Well because um, it, it's she's in character. Yeah but if she wasn't buying into it then why fucking send the tweet? Why wouldn't she send the tweet like I said she's in character. She is but she's on her own time like any time that's not Monday is exactly. her own that's, time. that's what makes Lacey so great is, is that she also does this on her own time. It, it doesn't have to be on TV. Just, just um, you don't have to um, – how, how do I put this? You don't have make to – No, you, you don't have to – you have to stay in character even when you're, off, when you're off TV, even if it's just in Twitter or on Instagram or anything like that. So, What do they, what do they I, call that when you do that, when a wrestler does that? What do they call that? It's called being a character. <laughs> they call it kayfabe, right? Yeah, yeah. keeping kayfabe alive. Yeah. There exactly. you go. Exactly. Sorry. But if you're telling me that Lacey – I'm not saying break character, but what I'm saying is if Lacey's not buying in, why even send the fucking tweet? Why not just sit on your fucking hands? I don't know. Why don't you ask Lacey Evans for me, Stephen? <laughs> I'm, 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 you know what? I'm going to do that. Tomorrow I'm going to tweet her. I'm going to say, hey, I heard from David Sanderson, the technician, that you're not buying into this. Can you please can you please respond? And you know what I'm going to get? Crickets. She's not going to respond. Um, anyways, um, mid-match, Ric Flair and Lacey Evans show up, and Lacey's wearing one of um, Rick's robes. Looks good, by the way. Um, 
And this is supposed to piss off Charlotte. It kind of distracts her, but doesn't cost her the match. She ends up putting um, Peyton in the figure eight, and then Peyton taps out. But Charlotte doesn't stop there. She keeps the move on because I guess she's sending a message to Lacey that she's really pissed. Later on in the show, um, she gets interviewed by her doppelganger, Sarah Schreiber. And Sarah asks her, um, hey, how do you feel about um, Lacey Evans, uh, you know, flirting with your dad? And she was all like, listen, I don't give a fuck what my goddamn dad does. Like, it'll take a lot more for you to uh, mess with the queen. I thought that was pretty good. Um, I'm telling you, man, Lacey Evans is she's under she's underrated. I I don't know, you know, Chris has always given me a lot of slack because of this, and yeah, I'm talking directly to Chris on this one. It always gives me slack because he says I I I like um I like losers. I like nobody. I like nobody's. Lacey Evans is a somebody. Just just putting the record out there. Lacey Evans has never been a nobody, and she never will be. Sorry, maybe in like 30 or 40 years. What's going on, uh, Willie? Um, let's see here. Um, I don't get it. I don't understand this, Jeff, but okay. Um, Derek says, why wouldn't Lacey Evans enjoy the rub she's getting from being associated with Ric Flair? Absolutely. Like, this is my point exactly. Like, she's getting put over by... Charlotte and Ric Flair. Also, I'm sure that she's getting a complimentary ride to Space Mountain. Have you ever been to Space Mountain, David? I I've been on it all of one time. How did you enjoy your ride to Space Mountain? It was okay. Not was the okay. biggest fan of roller coasters. I hear you. What about one that's in the dark 100%? That is Space Mountain. Basically, except for like the all five seconds that you're in light and then it's straight back into darkness. But anyways, um, that's 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 not what I'm that's not what I'm getting at here. I'm saying for in terms of um, in terms of Lacey being uncomfortable, I'm talking about the whole, you know, you know, having to be all you know, lovey dovey and everything like that. I mean, I get it. It gets her over. It, it gets her more credibility. But I'm saying like. I don't know how she feels, you know. I don't know how her husband feels either about about this whole situation. If I was, if I was Lacey's husband, I mean, like, ah, I'm not, dude. I'm sure, like, this is what you signed up for. Like, you you know, like, what you're gonna get yourself into. Plus, I'm pretty sure she's not really fucking Ric Flair. Yeah, no shit. But so then, what's the what's the problem? I don't know. Maybe she just feels uncomfortable, like having to be all loving with him. Like I, I said, and like, having to kiss him. Why would I be uncomfortable? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Maybe this doesn't get your rocks off when you're, uh, you know, looking at WWE women and going, "Oh, I just, uh, I prefer her if I wasn't staring at Ric Flair's old rag raggedy skin." I don't know. Here's Trey. Trey says he'll he'll give uh, Lacey a ride to Space Mountain. Please, you can't even get it up. <laughs> Matt, Mad Dog Kelly, what's up, going? What's up, buddy? How you doing? You're seeing a lot of a lot of guys over here. We got Victor Nash. What's up, Vic? Vic says Ric Flair's been the Space Mountain thanks to uh, Road Warrior Hawk. Um, 
I like this angle. I just feel like nothing happened today. Like again, it was just like, you know, I I really would would I really want to see like Ric Flair cut a promo on Charlotte like why he's doing this. Exactly, because we saw a lot uh not really a preview, but we saw a lot of this stuff uh, a few years back when um when Charlotte was the I don't know if it was women's champion or the divas champion was saying that you know she does not need uh, her father to be successful. But unfortunately, I mean, you know, a lot of people are going to hate on me because of this. I think a lot of her success, I mean, not only does it have to do with her talent, she's very talented, also has to do with Ric Flair being her father. And, you know, unfortunately, I think it's the un- unfortunate reality. You know, you can deny it all you want, but it definitely, it does play a factor. I love it. I love it. Call me a, a, a dirty old man. But what I love fuck? it. What I, I love it. I love it. I can't wait to see more. I hope that this lasts for quite some time. I said this last week. I love it. Charmaine wants to remind you that this is a storyline. Apparently, I'm a storyline. Okay. David, it's a storyline. I'm. I understand. <laughs> Elvis wants to know where Andrade is. David, where's Andrade? Beats fucking me, dude. I mean. I don't even know where he's been. He wasn't drafted. Um, I think what they're trying to do, they're trying to figure out what they want to do with him. Um, either that or maybe he'll return to the Rumble. Like, I don't know what's been going on with him. Yeah, very I, funny, I can, Chris. I'm looking at the Facebook comments. I can tell you where he is. He's uh, in the kitchen, barefoot and pregnant, where he should be. Why would Andrade be preg- pregnant? It, he's a male. It's not. That's not possible. Moving on. What? You, hold up! You can't just bring that up and then just say "moving on." I need I need logic behind this. What do you mean, sitting in the kitchen pregnant? No, I I want to hear what you have to say about this. What I have to say about it is like that used to be like something that old timey people used to say about women. Like, where's the woman? Oh, she's that way. So now, why not reverse? Well, is not, not a woman. It doesn't matter. Maybe maybe he can be pregnant. It does matter. How? This okay. is twenty twenty one, David. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Whatever, uh, whatever you say, Stephen. Um, what do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about uh, Oscar and uh, anything Alexa? besides Andrade's pregnancy? Um, let's talk, talk about. about let's Riddle talk about business, or do you want to talk about Alexa and Oscar? Oh, okay. I was going to talk about Xavier Woods and Mace, but okay. Um, no, we can, that can wait till the end of the show. Nobody, nobody's here for fucking Xavier Woods. Whatever happened, I saved the best for last. Damn, fuck you too. Okay. Um, Oscar. That's their top five. We got our top five coming. Let's talk about Oscar and Alexa. Yeah, sure, no problem. Um, guys, we're twenty minutes in. If you uh, just joined us uh, again, unpopular review. This is the Raw Review Show. We are, um, you know, we just finished talking about uh, Retribution's uh, latest member, um, Randy Orton. Slapjack is upset. I'm sure. Um. And yeah, we talked about Charlotte and Lacey, and we're about to talk about Alexa and Oscar. Um, I forgot. Why would that Oscar. long? It's because I forgot Oscar's name, just like Oscar forgot who she was tonight, and you know that's what probably pissed me off the most about this segment. So, in hour two, Alexa welcomes Oscar to her playground. It's this playset 
construction thing that's in the middle of the ring. And she's, um, I guess, interviewing Asuka. But Asuka's, like, got this whole, like, she's afraid of Alexa. And that's where I, I again, there's a... I think the, the best word to describe tonight's Raw is just disconnected because yeah. Oscar's not this type of person. She's not this chicken shit face where she's like, I'm afraid of Alexa. She's beaten Alexa Bliss countless times. Like, why all of a sudden, just because she threw a fireball last week, like, Oscar spits fucking mist in people's faces. Are you kidding me? Like, why would she be afraid of this girl? And so, like, I don't buy that she's yeah. like, please don't get upset, Alexa. Please, let's do a little dance. It's so dumb. It is dumb. It was fucking horrible booking. It's not really like, that bad at booking. I mean, when you think about it, they're portraying Alexa to have some sort of spirit of the fiend either in her or on the, on the outside standing next to her, uh, ordering her around, directing her what to do. They're trying I don't to have make her look like a dominant. Okay, yeah, I, I understand that, but um, they're trying to make her look like a dominant force, and that's exactly what they made her look like tonight. I mean, I I get you. You know, the Raw Women's Champion should not be acting like this. She she should act a lot tougher, a lot stronger, and I agree. But you know, that's just the simple, the nature of what they're doing. Trey feels me. Look, we actually agree on something. Asuka shouldn't be scared of Alexa. That pissed me off, and it pissed me off more when Alexa beat Asuka. And so it, it's the, – the loss doesn't piss me off as much as what transpired in the middle of the ring. Just it's not Asuka's character to be afraid. Like I can understand like if, if she's got that thing that she pointed at, at Randy Orton, right? And she's pointing it at, at Asuka. Like, I can understand it. And that, be like, oh, shit, oh, let me do a fucking jig. Like, this this makes no sense. Like, she looked like a clown. She looked like a bozo out there. And she's the Raw Women's Champion, and she's Asuka. Like, it is trash. Mm. And, like, I can tell you. That's that's why I thought it was just complete. It just it just didn't make sense. No, so now, in the match, in the match, and the match is the last match of the night. You know, halfway through the so I need to tell you that Alexa comes out to the ring with this um, pink shirt, like it's a pink short sleeve shirt underneath, and over it she's got this black kind of like overall skirt kind of thing going on. And the reason that I have to go into that, hey, what's up, Ron, is that middle in the middle of the match, right before the last commercial break of the night, the lights start flickering off like the fiend's coming. Right. And then she, after the commercial break, you see Alexa in the middle ring, and now she's got a black shirt. So the pink shirt got replaced with a black shirt. And now she's got black lipstick. And now she looks possessed again. Right. And that's so now, what's happening is that the fan is taking is possessing her. That's what he's doing. But this is so so three minutes have gone by and Alexa's standing there. Explain to me why Oscar didn't just decide, I'm gonna knock this bitch's block off while she's applying this black makeup or whatever it is. Like, I don't understand. And then, like, you kind of get some points where she's, like, ducking Asuka, like, 
it makes, again, it made Asuka look ridiculous. And you know what? She got a fluke uh, Sister Abigail onto her and pins her clean. Again, Alexa is a two-time champion. That I can buy. But the fact that you have Asuka look like someone that she hasn't been, I don't, I, it's a big mistake in my my eyes. David, David. I mean, yeah, I, I can understand where you're coming from. You know, when it comes in terms to Oscar, she's a Raw Women's Champion. She has to be brave. She has to be strong. But like I, I'll, I'll say this again: Alexa Bliss. They are portraying her as a dominant force. There's nothing we can do about it. They don't want to make Alexa look weak, and unfortunately, they made uh, Oscar look weak. And she also hasn't defended the title in how long now? So I I don't really know. What to, I think Oscar is on the verge of losing this title. I think at this point they don't really know what to do with her and her run. Um, you know, it, it's been an okay run, but I think um, it's time for a new Raw Women's Champion. And I think Charlotte is going to be the woman to beat her um, for that title. And what's going to happen is that Rhea Ripley is going to win this Rumble, and then they're going to have this uh, matchup at Mania all over again because they're trying to make up for last year. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I think that that's where they're headed, right? They're going to they're gonna put Asuka and Alexa into a match. And I'm hoping that Randy costs that match uh, so Asuka retains the title because I don't think Alexa uh, needs the title right now. I want to highlight this comment. I see a lot of people um, agreeing with me, and not, that's obvious because, you know, I'm a genius. Um, but I want to highlight this guy, Jason Iverson. I saw Jason. I saw you, my man. I saw you in that Facebook group when uh, Daniel decided to put up his troll thing, and I asked you to come by, and you did. Thank you for coming by. And he says, it also makes no sense why you guys are doing a WWE Raw review in the first place. Basically, you dudes are hypocrite, hypocrites. You just attacked the WWE storyline, yet you watch the trash. You know what? You're, you're absolutely right, uh, Jason. I, I, 1,000%. You know what? You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. What the? Okay. <laughs> No, I'm not leaving. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm back. What? 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 Just because we're doing a fucking Raw review show, we can't say that uh, we didn't like the show. We gotta say it. We gotta. We gotta. Which one is it? Which one is it? I got the uh, fucking Daniel Miller telling me that I, 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 I kiss Vince's ass, and then I got you telling me that I gotta kiss Vince's ass. So am I kissing his ass or am I not kissing his ass? Which one is it? Which one? Can somebody tell me? Let me call Vince. Where's Vince? Hey there, I heard you wanted to talk to me. Yeah, Vince, I got guys telling me that I got to kiss your ass. That's right, pucker up, baby. And then I got guys telling me that I shouldn't kiss your ass. Oh, well, I don't like a kiss ass. So which one is it? Which one is it, Pops? Do I kiss your ass or do I not kiss your ass? Listen to me, I don't got time for this bullshit. I gotta go bury Asuka and Ricochet at the same time. Go fuck yourself. Tell those two idiots to go watch another show. Tell them to go watch whatever other goddamn garbage is on now. See you later. All right, you heard it from Pops. He told me to tell you, go fuck yourself. Thank you. David, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> <can> we... uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure that Vince McMahon Thank first of all is, is not your father. Um, also, f- fuck you, uh, fuck you, Vince, for trying to bear ricochet again. Whatever, I'll get to that later. Um, Elvis says Stephen is always right. Thank you. Her business is gonna split up. Uh, Jeff says Sheba was afraid of Abaddon. What's the difference? Who's who? Who? Sheeta, the current AEW Women's Champion. I don't um, even know AEW and I know this. Come on. How, how am I supposed to know who she is? I, she only shows up like once every uh, two months on AEW. Nah, that is true. I'll give you that one. And Abaddon. What is who's Abaddon? Abaddon is this sort of like scary wrestler woman. Um, oh, you mean Sue Young? No, not Sue Young. So it's there is a Sue Young. Basically, it's basically Sue Young two point Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Very good. Um, so yeah, what what, what do you think about? Uh, you got any thoughts on Alexa Bliss and Oscar? Um. What do you mean? I, I just, I just, I've already said it twice. What my thoughts are on this match. What? <laughs> I wanna. Uh, David. David's afraid of a lot of things. Jason says that's just it. What is the common trend? A huge WWE negative. It's pushing new stars. Yet Vince ignores that. Listen, uh, new stars. What does new stars mean? Is Alexa a new star? She's been less than 10 years. She's been less than, what is it? Almost, I think she, what, she, she's been around almost five years, right? Technically, in my eyes, like, I'm an, old, I'm, an old, I'm an old wrestling fan. So, to me, like, people like Charlotte, even though she's, like, you know, 10-time champion by now, she's still new to me. Like, Sasha's still new. All these up-and-comers that were in NXT, like, five years ago, they're still new. Yeah, what, what, what do you what do you want to see Ivar? You want to see Ivar as the goddamn champion? What do you guys want? I don't get it. You want Ricochet as the champion? What do you want? I don't get it. Who's new? You want Lacey Evans as the champion? You good? She's gonna get it eventually. Who do you want Lana? I want Lana. It's gonna happen. Relax. Hold your horses. George Lewis Riddle's like- gonna be the champion. Riddle's gonna be a champion. You you'll see. Right now, wait. Yeah. I apo- Listen, I want to apologize. I want to apologize. I know that this is gonna set off uh, fucking Daniel Miller. Not everybody can be AEW. Not everybody can give their title to a hundred and twenty-five pound skateboarding kid and have him bury a two hundred and eighty pound muscle-bound guy that should easily snap this boy's neck. And still get are, are, are we talking about Darby Allen and and Brian Cage? We're talking about the wrestler formerly known as Brian Cage because now he's deceased. Oh, did I miss something? Did Brian Cage die in an episode of AEW Dark or something? Like, oh yeah, definitely. He died uh, last Wednesday. Okay, this, this guy fucking lost. He got his ass handed to him by fucking skateboard punk in a match where. He didn't even fucking use the skateboard to smash over Cage's head. Cage beat this guy to a fucking pulp for 20 minutes and then 
lost. But that's pushing new talent, everybody. Hashtag fire Taz. Taz is the worst fucking manager ever. Jeff is right. We do a Taz podcast. Is really called we hold do on, a, we do on. a podcast. Hold on, I'll get I'll get you. The, we do a podcast called the Hammerlock Hangover. You guys can check it out in major major uh, podcast venues. And that's what Jeff says. Taz is the worst manager ever, and he's absolutely right. Okay, Go ahead. I don't I don't really necessarily agree with that. I don't know how how is Taz the worst manager ever. Let's go ahead. Let's let's hear it. Who does he manage? Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, and Will Hobbs. And Brian Cage has done what? He's current FTW champion. What does that mean? He's the FTW champion. That's what that means. Who did he get that title from? Uh, It was crowned to him by Taz. So he didn't beat anybody for it? No, he doesn't have to. Right. So he has yeah, a why, why Oh my god. He has a title that means nothing. And he he, he, he set up this match with Darby and he lost. He's a loser. He's got five guys in his stable, and they're afraid of old ass Sting and skateboard Pete. <laughs> like that's the fucking problem. That's the problem. Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah, I guess. That's Why the does problem. Darby Darby Allen's size have to be an issue with white? It was believable. Cage, like he manhandled this guy for fucking twenty minutes, and then he fucking gets a, gets a win. But oh no, he's he's a he's a he's a soldier. He's he he perseveres is the story, right? Are you kidding me? That's a joke. It's a goddamn joke. It's a joke. They could have made. They they could have. Brian Cage is probably one of the biggest guys that they've got in AEW, and they don't care about pushing big guys. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Why are we talking about AEW? Why did we get on the subject in the first place? Because these guys uh, want to talk about new talent. So we're talking about new talent. Talk Speaking about. Um, Charlotte buried Ripley. We talked about this. Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte makes uh, you don't understand how the system works, my man. Like, oh, we're talking about Charlotte. Charlotte uh, didn't bury Ripley. Ripley's still here. When she fucking debuts in two weeks at the Royal Rumble, she's gonna get a fucking. If they were in front of people, she'd get a monstrous pop. You know why? Because of the fucking fact that Charlotte puts her over. For the fact that she's in the same ring and goes toe to toe in a wrestling match with Charlotte, that puts her over. You don't need a win to get over. Right. Um, if we're talking about bearing here, uh, I was talking about this with someone earlier. Um, they said that AJ Styles buries people, and I absolutely agree. AJ Let's Styles. Chris, okay. Yeah, I know, Chris. I, I'm aware that Chris talked about that. That's why I try, I, I try to – because I feel like it's a common trend that every time I, I mention a conversation with someone, it's always Chris. So I just try to keep it someone. Don't mention it. <laughs> um, I love I love this comment. I love this. I love it. I love I love I love it because you douchebags bash AW yet praise AW. So didn't you? Weren't you? Where were you a couple minutes ago? Where you were like, you guys, you guys are talking shit about Raw, and yet you watch Raw, but yet now, oh, 
So which one is it? Am I am I am I sucking his dick or am I not sucking his dick? Which one is it? <laughs> you guys can't even fucking figure out your goddamn comments right. Fucking Christ, Jesus, working me up, man. Where's Tucker? <laughs> Who knows? He'll probably be in AEW next week, and then these two idiots are going to be like, "It was the greatest debut ever." Oh my God. Yeah, he's hey, getting hey, pushed oh, so hard. Daniel Miller's you know, got really, no. I agree, Charmette is doing such a much better job being. Uh, gamer. <laughs> AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Let's talk about that. So okay. Ricochet, this is a match that got put together because Ricochet is supposed to prove himself, right, to uh, Adam Pierce, and he's going to get his opportunity. And I don't understand what he was getting an opportunity for. Is this to, like, get into the Royal Rumble, or is this no, just... No. I, I, I'm back this again. I can't believe it. <laughs> I was talking with Chris. I was talking with Chris earlier, and um, he actually um, I didn't get to watch a lot of SmackDown, and he said a similar thing happened with Drew Gulak. Is that um, God? I gotta spit it out. Drew Gulak had to earn his. Actually, no. Drew Gulak tried to declare it for clear for the Royal Rumble, and Adam Pearce actually did not let him because he's not a big enough superstar. So. That just goes. That just shows you right there. Ricochet's not a big enough superstar. He had to earn his spot, and of course, what happened? AJ Styles buried him again. Same thing happened at Extreme Rules. Same thing happened at SummerSlam. God, I am sick of this shit. And was there inter interference with the outside? Of course, of course there was. Of course, there was interference. I'm throwing my socks. I'm getting angry. I'm the fucking outside. <laughs> I'm throwing my socks. <laughs> You're such a clown. <laughs> I'm throwing my socks. I'm so angry. Here's here's the problem. Because it's this. frustrating. No, I hear you. Here's the problem. Your screen changed, by the way. In the back. <laughs> so, oh shit. The the here's the problem that ended up happening with this this ricochet segment is. You had Ricochet, and Adam Pierce is giving him an opportunity, and he's all like, "Yes, sir, Mister Pierce, we're gonna we're gonna do great. I'm gonna thank you for the opportunity. I'm gonna I'm not gonna make you regret this." So and then he lost. Okay, listen, I will say this. I'm not saying this is biased towards Ricochet. Honestly, this was a great match. I think this is a hell of a lot better than the Styles Ricochet matches. So that I've happened in the past. Um, honestly, yeah. I mean, it was a good match, but unfortunately, Ricochet did not win, as usual. Yeah, I had an, I thought I uploaded the video of him. There was a good spot in this match where Ricochet – oh, AJ was going to go for the phenomenal form, and Ricochet reverses it into a recoil. Right. That was that was really cool to watch. And what, what else was cool to watch is uh, Ricochet tried to um, – what was it? He, tr he tried to do a move – and then Styles threw him onto the ropes, and then he came back off up from the ropes, and then he put him in a Styles clash. That was cool. Yeah, it, it was definitely it was a good match. This is uh, definitely they should have had this type of caliber match at, at SummerSlam or Extreme Rules, but unfortunately that did not happen. Both of those matches were not good. Um, but yeah, I anyways, I thought like with the backstage segment, I thought Ricochet was going to go over, and then when he reversed the the phenomenal forearm into a recoil and then didn't get the three count. I knew right then and there 
AJ was going to win. No doubt about it. David, you're a Ricochet fan. I am. How does Ricochet come out of this? He doesn't. This is. I, I think this is his one opportunity at redemption, and they blew it. So he's not coming out of this. It's, it's over. There's, there's nothing else to do. What is he going to do? Is he buried? He's been buried. <laughs> he just got reburied tonight. Uh, he was finally digging himself out of the grave, and AJ Styles said, what's good? Fucking dug the hole, threw him back in it, and, and made sure to put a pile of rocks over it this time. It's over. It's over. What about what about if he has a really good showing at the Royal Rumble? What if he like has that like? It's not in it. This was for a Royal Rumble spot. He's not. No, Royal... I don't think it was that clear. I mean, he's still got next. He's he still got next week. What if Pierce is like, "All right, buddy, I'm going to give you another shot." He might. Um, I mean, if he um, does, all the power to him. But again, if not, it's over. Will you, will either, you that get or, your, either that will you get, or that's a media feud. Either that or that's a media feud. Will you get over your? Uh, will you get over your? Um, will you burn your ricochet shirt? No. Oh, it's just not that 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 heavy. Why would I burn my ricochet shirt just because he lost? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I just maybe thought, you know, that's what happens. You know, Tom Brady left uh, the Patriots, and I thought some people were burning his jersey, so I thought you'd do that. Ruben Lopez, what's up, Ruben? Wrestler, you're also taking shots at my favorite team. Okay. All right. Well, what's your favorite football team, Steven? Uh, the New York Giants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last time when they were relevant was when they beat us at the Super Bowl 10 years ago. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Not nine, not eight. 2011, buddy. You know what's the, the, the similarity that the Patriots and um, the Giants had this year? What? They both didn't make the playoffs, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> doesn't that, that doesn't matter. We have so much more of a better chance of making the playoffs next year than you, you ever will. You uh, haven't been the playoffs in 10 years. You obviously you don't know how many Super Bowls we have. About. Not one, not two, not three. We have six. Shh. Motherfucking Shh. six. How many do you have? Two. And those we are fought both you. We, oh, my God. Please. I'm, I'm not, not going to get it. Now we're going to. We're not going to. We can I'm do that later. Bouncing. He is bouncing. He likes bouncing. Daniel Miller says, this show has no logic. Well, listen, it's obvious that we run at a higher IQ, and you don't get it. So it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Derek, uh, Derek says, again, this makes no sense. Why does Ricochet need to prove himself to be in the Royal Rumble match? I don't know. I mean, Ricochet... Because um... he's not, like I said, he's not a big enough superstar. That's the point that's trying to be uh, put across. They're trying to put him across as an under, underdog. They had a perfect opportunity, but no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't, Jason. I'll explain why. Yeah. Oh, Jess is here. Hi, Jess. Uh, oh, of course. Now, now you're just coming in for that. Yeah. Um, you know, four Super Bowls. What? Two in like the 1970s? All right. Uh, where, where was that comment? <laughs> where was that comment? other comment? Yeah. Uh, no. And here's why. AEW. 
Hold on, hold on. Treat, so, treat we, we, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ken. Let me let me set this up for you. The question is, Jason asked, Ricochet says he's not asking. He said he's making a statement. Ricochet Ricochet would benefit benefit greatly in AEW. Do you agree? No. Go ahead. Not at all. And here's why. Like I said, I, I'm doing this again. I had this conversation with Chris. He would not benefit from AEW because they treat high flyers the exact same way WWE treats high flyers. What are the Lucha Bros doing? Nothing. The the Young Bucks get, get that good treatment because they're the Young Bucks. They're a part of the elite. Um, but yeah, Ricochet is going to get the same exact t- treatment. He's going to be on AEW Dark every week. Uh, probably jobbing out to like Kenny Omega, who makes his once in a lifetime appearance on AEW Dark. And then that'll be it. Like, honestly, he would fare off much better either on the Indies, not Impact, on the Indies or MLW. MLW. Okay. George says, uh, what's up, George? George says, not sure if he's buried. He's on TV every week. He's going to get his. Spot. Where were they the last two weeks, George? He had COVID. I don't, we don't know for sure. I'm just. Where was Keith Lee tonight? I was going to ask the same thing. Where was Keith Lee tonight? Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't want to get sued by Keith Lee. Yeah, no Lee or him. Oh, mm. maybe. Maybe. Or they're on vacation together. Who knows? That's possible. That's possible. Jason I mean, says, he, he just got off a championship match. Two weeks ago? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Jason says, do you geeks realize the Rumble has all sorts of competitors from jobbers to main event town? Oh, what? Oh what? This man just made the biggest discovery of all time. Holy shit. Jobbers to main event level? No. No way. Steve. First off, like did you know this? There's no I didn't there's know no real there's no real like jobber in the Royal Rumble. Like there are are guys like Drew Gulak that they don't really give him anything to do, but he'll be there for a spot. A jobber is like a guy that like always loses. Like in the 80s and early 90s, you had guys like Barry Horowitz, Iron Mike Sharp that like always fucking lost matches. Like that's who that's their job. It's to be jobbers. That's what enhancement talent did. But you know, people like Natty Neidhart are not jobbers. People like Mandy Rose are not jobbers. People like Ricochet, he's not a jobber. He's gonna get his win back. You'll see. Whatever. Um, where are we in this show? Guys, if you're watching, please make sure you uh, like, love, and share this broadcast. Um, even if we disagree. Um, right. You know, and you know what? We, we can have we can have a, a, a friendly discussion. You see, uh, this guy, uh, Daniel uh, and Jason, we have disagreements, but they're still here to have these disagreements. So we are, you know, having friendly banter. We're not banning anybody. We're not, unless uh, somebody gets unruly and, you know, not nice and starts uh, doing that. But if you guys want to have a debate, um, we're more than welcome to have a debate. We right. love and Before we get to the next segment, I'd actually like to take this time to take a short commercial break. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching us. We will be right back after these messages. Ladies and gentlemen. 
thank you for watching this edition of Unpopular Review. While you're at it, why don't you give us a follow on these beautiful social media platforms known as Facebook and Twitter, at Unpopular Review. But there's another one. Give us a follow on Instagram. We got funny pictures, we got updates, and we have things where we tell you everything that's going on. So why don't you give us a follow on Instagram at unpopular.review. And now, back to the show. I know that ain't going to work. It ain't no lie. I out that door, baby. Bye, 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 bye. They didn't even know. We talk wrestling and we do karaoke. Listen, what these people need to know is that if they want to be our lovers, they got to be down with our friends because making love is easy. Friendship never ends. There you go. You want to be my, my friend. Make it last forever. Friendship, friendship never, never ends. Ends. <laughs> hey. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Make it. Yeah, hey. Hey, Mom, what's going on? Yeah, I know. It's, it's after midnight. I'm, I listen, I'm sorry I woke you up. I just, there's this, I just found something out. Did you know that in the Royal Rumble, there's all kinds of talent that participates in this Royal Rumble? Like main event stars to like low card stars? Did you know this? Okay. Hello? Mom? Hello? I guess she didn't appreciate me breaking that news to her after midnight here on the East Coast. Guys, you're watching Unpopular Review. I just got hung up on by my mother because uh, I guess uh, I was giving her information that she already knew. And she didn't like the fact that I woke her up at 12 midnight. I don't think but, she liked that fact either. No, I don't. Wow, look, we're seeing each other in the back. Yeah, frame by frame. I, I wonder if there's like a continuous loop. If I like put my head this way, if it like fo the camera focuses a little bit, there's like a – okay, what am I doing? <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's move you're on. Making, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need a reset. Watching on Popular Review. This is the Monday Night Raw Review Show. Uh, we are about halfway through with Raw. And if you didn't know any better, please make sure uh, before I get into that statement, please make sure you like, love, and share this broadcast with everybody that you know and you love. If uh, you like to argue with us, and uh, then send it to other friends of yours that you think will back you up because you need some backup. Obviously, you come here alone, making no sense. It's obviously that you're going to need some backup. Speaking of which, David, did you know that this channel is run by jobbers? So we're jobbers. We're jobbers. Yeah, we're jobbers. Thank you, Daniel and Muller. The biggest eight in mark of all time. Always rating raw. Negative one, no matter how how good the episode uh, was. Likes the college jobbers. Okay. Because we're the jobbers, all right. I like we're, that he's here for for at least an hour and watching you know, jobber. Right, what, what, and, and it's really funny that he sits here and he, he criticizes the product, and then he sits here. Not only does he sit through all three hours of raw, he he also sits here and he uh, he watches our review show, our raw results show, and basically every single one of our shows that uh, tend to run from like an hour to an hour and a half. So there you go. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about this jobber uh, thing. 
Charmaine's already giving her top five. She's, she's, she's already fine. jumping the gun. We're good. I think she doesn't want us to fight anymore with jobbers. Oh, sorry. No, we're the jobbers. I forgot. The logical choice to win the Royal Rumble is clearly Big E, but I highly doubt that will play out that way. Eh, you're probably right, or you're probably uh, wrong. That's how that happens. It's either you're right or you're wrong. Um, let's talk about some. Uh, uh, let's talk about uh, some of the lower card matches of tonight. Let's talk about Xavier Woods versus Mace. Um, Xavier Woods. Uh, lost to Mace. Last week he lost to T-Bar. I think this is going to be an ongoing trend until Kofi gets back from his broken jaw, supposedly. His broken jaw. Um, I think they're building something between Retribution and the New Day, which I think is good because the New Day can put over Retribution as they are. Um, why is this comment still highlighted? Thank you. Um... And then you also had Mandy Rose versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, here's another thing that, again, I, they left you hanging on something. So before the match, you've got, you know, I forget if it was Charlie or Sarah Schreiber. One of them is interviewing Shayna about the match. And she says she doesn't care about anything that happens. Uh, it's all for one in the Royal Rumble. And then Nia's right behind her. And she's all like, yo, what about me? Like, I carry this entire team, and she's like, I got a match. So Mandy Rose versus Shayna Baszler, and uh, just like the other ones, um, Shayna taps out Mandy. How many times are we going to see this match? That's what I was trying to tell Chris, and I don't know. I, we keep having these repeat matches. I mean, like, I love – Even if it's not repeat matches, we have the same few people in the same fucking segments every – I'm not trying to turn into decap red here. Yes, I understand it's a storyline, but this storyline's been going on for like two plus months now. Like, come on, bro. It's been Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler for how long now? Mix it up a little, please. Like, I don't know if we have like I don't know what they're doing with Naomi. They're just letting her sit in the back and catering when they they could be throwing her out there, you know, and, and some of these tag matches. Even it's better than doing nothing. Just saying. I get it. It's storyline, storyline, it's storyline, but eventually people get sick and tired of it. And I can see they're, they're starting to lose their, their creativity here. And I knew that was going to happen because they kept a lot of the same people on the same brands after the brand split. Or after, not after the brand, after the, the draft this past, this past October. Oh, that's right. Naomi's injured again. Um, I've got, I've got to be honest with you, David. You just said a lot of things and I, I don't understand what the hell you just said. Okay, a lot of people don't. But that's okay. Um, and so Victor says uh, that our show is better than Raw, so you know we're doing pretty good for a couple jobbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long have you been watching WWE? World's worst. <laughs> oh man, look at that! You guys are real funny with these these acronyms. World's worst entertainment, like. Okay, Daniel Miller. I've been watching it since, what is it, uh, WrestleMania 3? Let me see if I can do this math. How do I do this math real quick? We're at WrestleMania 37, WrestleMania 3. Is that 34 years? I think that's right. Did I do that math right? 34 years I've been watching wrestling for 34 years. That includes ECW, WCW, WWE, WWF, AEW. 
So I've been around the block. I'm a tag team slut, as Chris Jericho or who's it? Sam, who who coined that phrase? Was it was it Sammy or was it a? I think it was. Uh, I think it was Chris Jericho. No, they called him the tag team slut. Anyways, um, Javon says Rumble one Seth Rollins, Keith Lee, or Brock. Oh, the the winners will be either Seth Rollins, Keith Lee, or Brock. Seth I Rollins think Rumble makes no sense. If it's gonna be anyone, it's gonna be either Keith Lee or it's gonna be Biggie. It's probably gonna be Keith Lee, maybe. Well, I mean, Javon's got a point in that if the rumor of Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee versus Brock is legit, and I I liked I would like to believe that it is. You're either going to get Keith Lee or you're going to get Brock. And I think Keith Lee winning this Royal Rumble makes sense. Um, but, it, you know, Brock doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble. He can just show up and be like, I'm here, bitches, like Thanos. Just come in and be like, give me my, give me my, my title shot. So um, – I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Keith Lee. That's my men's pick, and I think Bianca's gonna win for SmackDown. Okay. Um, Elvis says he loves uh, seeing uh, his Peach Mandy. Good. I'm glad. I heard. I. Good for you, Elvis. It's Good. funny. I was texting Mandy uh, earlier this week, and she says she likes seeing you too, Elvis. George says y'all are fickle. Mandy had a damn good match with Shayna. What's been lost? Is appreciation for wrestling. Hey, I love, I love, I love Mandy. I mean, she's great. Yes, thank you for making that public. I love Mandy. I love Lana. I miss Lana. Oh, Lana would have made this show a lot better. Um, let's talk. I think the last two things that we need to talk about is um, Hardy and Riker and. The Hurt Business. Maybe we are saving the best for last, Dave. Maybe. So, so let's yeah. talk about... Oh, no, no, no. We forgot about this one thing. All right, let's talk about Jeff Hardy, and then let's talk about uh, the return of Gilbert, and then uh, <laughs> and then we can talk about uh, The Hurt Business. For the so, first time in four years! Who, Gilbert? Yeah. Showed up? Sure. Yeah. We're going to talk about Gilbert. He was here in 2017, and then he showed up today. Tonight. Yeah, I don't. I don't keep those type of records. I knew I, as soon as I saw those guys bring the sparklers out, I knew it immediately. I was like, "God damn it, they did it again!" <laughs> did the I same thing was, with the Kevin Owens Chris Jericho thing. I thought uh, that was really funny. It was funny. It was a. It was a great segment. You let's. Why don't we? You want to talk about it while we're on it? I guess. All right, let's get into it. So, um, the dirt sheet happens with uh, Miz and Morrison. Morrison, by the way, I mean this guy's. He's like a fine wine. This guy coming back has done a great job of just being very entertaining in his role. He's super funny. Um, definitely future Hall of Famer with his uh, partner, The Miz. Um, so they say that they're going to interview Goldberg. Goldberg, uh, they introduce Goldberg. And then uh, Dwayne Gill, formerly known as, and pretty much the only time that he's ever been over is as Gilberg, and he returns as Gilberg. Here's a picture of Gilberg. 
So it's good. To, it's always good to see, uh, you know, WWE legends come back. And here's a WWE legend, Gilbert. And they also, um, after intro- introducing Dwayne Gil, Gilbert, they also had Drew McIntyre, who, again, was in quarantine for two, two weeks. But uh, Drew McIntyre came out, and here's Drew McIntyre. Yep. And apparently he's from uh, New Jersey, I, I think. Uh, so we, we've heard that he was actually not born in Scotland. He was born in New Jersey. Um, he decided to fly down for tonight's Raw, uh, break out of quarantine a little early, and uh, he wanted to make a statement on Goldberg. Or, sorry, Goldberg. Yeah, so I thought this was funny. This guy came out with like half his ass showing uh, out of his kilt. And, <laughs> I saw that. And uh, what did uh, <laughs> what did Drew say? Drew showed up via via his like phone. He recorded something on his phone, and he's like, "I saw the guy that was supposed to be mini me. He 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 had the body frame of a melting candle." Yo, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny on on Drew McIntyre. See, Drew can be funny. So, yeah, we had that. And um, what do you think of this segment? Was it funny? Was it interesting? I mean, they're trying to do the best they can with the fact that they don't have Goldberg and they don't have Drew McIntyre. Right, because they thought, had to quarantine. But, you know, I, I think it was a, it was a good enter- uh, entertaining – oh, my God, I still screwed it up. Entertaining segment. <laughs> I thought so too. I thought it, it again. It's time filler, and and you know, you, at the end of that segment, you had the Miz saying that he wanted to cash in his. I don't know if it was like that clear, right? Like, is he going to cash in, or is he not going to cash in? I mean, uh, no, he made it pretty clear tonight that he was going to cash in on um on what you call uh, he was going to cash in as soon as Goldberg wins at the Royal Rumble. Uh, you mean Drew McIntyre? Goldberg's gonna win. You'll see. You're, you're you're see. He's not gonna win. Just saying, bro. All right. You wanna put some money on this? Why would I put money on it? Because that's how bets work. Like they make it more interesting. Like if we put like, what do you want to do? Put ten. You want to put five down. You want to put ten down. You want to put a, a sandwich, some buffalo wings, a pizza. Do you want to do you want to put anything down on this? Uh, I'm gonna take that as a no. Fuck it, we'll move on. You know you can bet on the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean, I think that's 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 pretty stupid that that you can because um you never know who's gonna or no, it's not stupid that you can, but it's stupid that people would actually do that um, because. It's so easy to lose money on that. Like you don't know who's gonna win the fucking rumble. Like it, it's it's so hard to predict. Like last year, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious with Drew McIntyre, but Ruben says little McIntyre reminds me of an angry leprechaun. It's entertaining. B plus. I was gonna say that he's kind of more Irish than Scottish. Unpopular review. I, you, be, uh, me and, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I can't understand that one. Puppy refusal. I, okay. okay. 
I don't know. Jalen, you're usually, usually so good for, for, for comments. And, uh, yeah, he forgot to sure. introduce himself tonight. He usually puts just uh, his full name, Jalen Young, uh, as soon as he gets in here. But uh, Yeah, he likes to put himself over, but I don't know what he was typing there. Goldberg is not winning, says George Lewis. Hey, man, I hear you. I guess Jason, um, that Jason says uh, Lana is trash. Um. What do we got here? Goldberg taking the loss is the only way to go. George says, so was Raw better this week than last week? I think it was better, but it wasn't that much better. Like you, instead of like a this, you get a like a like a this. Put shots on it. Let's do put let's do shots. Let's do oh shots. no, you know what? Because it might be the last match of the night, so I don't think we can do shots. Or the, maybe the Royal Rumble will be the last match. Fireball? Yeah, let's do a shot of fireball. There you go. All right. George, you showing up? Yeah, George is gonna be there. By the way, George, it was great having you on the show last last week, man. That was George, that was George will be there. He'll enjoy it. He'll he'll Good. he'll probably Good. try to he get those subjects going. Um, let's see. Let's talk about um, Jeff Hardy and Jackson Riker. So we had um, again. I guess these guys had to match up again because there was uh, tomfoolery last week. I don't know. So we had to get uh, Jeff Hardy. Um, and Jackson Riker sometime. There's some infighting between Riker and Elias. Jackson is like, are you going to have my back, Elias, in a pre-tape segment backstage? And he's like, no, I, I'm not going to interfere. Um, and then he ends up interfering in the match. And I like his explanation. He, uh, Jeff is uh, about to go up to the top rope and he's going to do the swanton. And Elias runs up to the to the top steel steps and he pushes Jeff off and Jackson Riker's like, yo, I had him. And he's like, no, you didn't. Like he was about to hit you with the swanton. Nobody gets up from that. <laughs> and Jackson, Jackson Riker goes, I might've. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> so, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then Jeff Hardy attacks the both of them. Uh, you know, obviously this is leading to a right a match between Riker and Elias, a match that absolutely nobody's asking for. But you're gonna get it anyway. Yep, and then J Jackson Riker is solely responsible for the downfall of the Forgotten Sons, but uh okay. it's all right. Um where um let's talk about the hurt business and Matt Riddle, and then that'll wrap up raw for tonight, and then we'll we'll catch up on our comments. Um Big Daddy Cool, I will call you on Chris to quit. <laughs> Why should Chris is entertaining? Why would I ask him to quit? I don't. Here's the thing: I I don't ask you to quit, and you're nothing but a troll. But it is what it is. I still love you anyway. It's probably the only time that you've heard those four those that word with four letters, love. I still love you, even though you hate me and think I'm a jobber. Um. Let's see here. Um, oh my God, where did I write these notes? Here we go. Riddle and the Hurt Business. So early on backstage, you had uh, you had the Hurt Business coming in, and they run into uh, Riddle, and he's in his regular jumpsuit and flip flops, and he's making jokes about how they look so, uh, I guess, debonair, and he goes to. To Bobby Lashley, no one would ever call you Slobby Bobby. 
<laughs> oh, oh no, no, no. Before that, before that, before that, there was this um there was this good um oh my god, I'm forgetting what the joke was, but it was a really good joke between Riddle and Shelton Benjamin. Hold on a second, I, I gotta bring this up because it yeah, was pretty I funny. Talking about it. I know what you're talking about. You, rem you remember the one I'm talking about? I I remember the one you're talking about, but I can't remember like the actual joke. Oh, okay. So so yeah, they're 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 kind of trying to put down Riddle, and so Riddle says, "I'm gonna take the high road," and Shelton goes, "Yeah, I bet you would." I thought that was funny. Look at, because, the, look at this. Look what Charmaine said. I don't care what Daniel and Jason say. Stephen and David are the best hosts. Hashtag high hater. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> but, uh, thank you, Charmaine. I appreciate it. Yeah, hear that, Chris? We're the best hosts. A show. A show. Please. You don't know what you're talking There's about. There's tension in the hurt business. Yep, there definitely is. There is tension in the hurt business. So um, this That's so fucked up, Jeff. That's so fucked up. This this backstage segment. Oh, I'll, we're we're gonna get to this in a minute. Jeff. <laughs> that Leo Rush is being played by Cedric the uh, Cedric so Alexander. Cedric the Alexander. I like that. Um. So after this segment, right? Um. <laughs> Slobby Slobby Bobby, or as I like to call him, uh, Bobby Smashley, decides to uh, smash uh, Riddle's foot, but he completely misses his foot, like. Like, yeah, but sold it well. That's how it Riddle does. He sold it well, yes. But more importantly, Bobby Bobby Smashley is so powerful that he misses this man's foot entirely, hits the ground, and still causes this amount of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Smashley is so powerful. Look at Jason. <laughs> Bobby Smashley is so powerful that he <laughs> missed this man's foot entirely. He's talking about, he's talking about this. <laughs> oh, is he? Oh, about uh, Cedric the Alexander? That's yeah. what he's talking about, Jason. God damn it. <laughs> what are you about to call him Cedric the Entertainer? <laughs> what? Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's how powerful Smashley is. Um, and then this leads to a match. So I'm going to set this up for you. Um, I'm going to set this up for you, um, David. Did you forget my name for a second? Did you have to remind us? No. no. <laughs> so when Jeff teams up with – no, sorry. When Riddle teams up with Jeff Hardy, they are the – Hardy Bears. So when – Riddle teams up with the Lucha House Party. They are the oh god damn it <laughs> the Lucha Bros. The Lucha Bros. <laughs> That's right. The, the Lucha Bros. The Lucha Bros are in WWE. <laughs> the Lucha Bros made it to WWE. Congratulations. Um, I just thought that was funny. Lucha House Bros. <laughs> Obviously, somebody is watching AEW. I wouldn't surprise me like if somebody booked that and <laughs> Vince was like like it flew right over his head. Like I'm pretty sure he doesn't even know who the fuck the Lucha Bros are. He's just like, yeah, yeah. all right, let's run with it. Oh my god. And I'm sure like the writers probably get a kick out of the fact that like, oh my god, we are gonna put this on the air. It's obviously like a, a wink to AEW. 
and Vince doesn't fucking know. Like, all of it is funny. <laughs> Look at Jason. <laughs> Lashley and Moose, worst spirit ever. Who the fuck rolls during the spear? <laughs> I'd love to, I, I, Matt Riddle does. I'd love, love to see. Fox. I'd love to see uh, what Jason does in the ring. Like I don't uh, care about Alicia Fox. There's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of criticism. Uh, nobody. Lana can't wrestle. So and so can't wrestle. Nobody knows how to do a spear. Like oh my god. Like there's a lot of criticism, <laughs> man. Like I'd like to see where what what you can do in the ring. Um, Dreams of real estate says nice raw in the back, David. Thank you. I appreciate and it. So, yeah, raw logo, not raw. American Dream Real Estate says that uh, they like you raw. What the oh. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the best jokes are when you make yourself pop. Best spear in AEW? What? I don't want to talk about AEW. Goddamn, that's some TMZ ish right there. Okay. All right. Let's get let's get back on subject here. So let's talk about this last match. So um, yeah. So we've got Cedric in the ring, and they're it's the it's. Grand Metalik, uh, Lindsay Dorado, and Riddle versus Bobby Smashley, Cedric, and Shelton. And in the entire match, you've got uh, just a lot of, you know, infighting between Cedric. He's very cocky. He's full of himself. Hey, watch me do this, uh, uh, Shelton. They get into a shoving match. Um and and it's obvious that MVP doesn't have control of his guys because they keep fighting with each other. So, um, but they still win the match because Bobby Smashley uh, is like, "I'm sick of you two fighting. Let me just put one of these clowns in the hurt lock and make him tap out." And that's exactly what he did. So, they he wins the match by putting Grand Metalik in the hurt lock, and you know they win, but. You know, it looks like they might be breaking up. Um, I don't know. And they've been having the problems match, now. Ever since they won, like, even before they won the tag titles, they've been having problems. So At, at the end of the match, it's Riddle versus uh, – no, sorry. Riddle uh, punks uh, the Hurt Business by, you know, smacking him around a little bit and then runs runs away. And that's pretty much the end of Raw. <laughs> um, what, what do you think? Do you think the Hurt Business is breaking up? Maybe in the maybe after right the raw after mania I think they will. I don't think they're breaking up, but I do think that Cedric is going to get um, excommunicated from the team. I think he's going to be taken out, and yeah, I so wouldn't be surprised yeah. if right, he gets replaced by Riddle. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. But uh, I think that uh, if Cedric gets excommunicated, I think you know he'll go on to have a very good singles run. Um, I definitely think, you know, if they do some sort of trade idea, he would benefit from being on SmackDown. Um, he has very de- much developed his charisma. He's really worked on himself, you know, has great moveset, can cut good promos, in, in, in my eyes. Um, but, yeah, I think I think this guy definitely has a good future, even though it didn't seem like it. Uh, maybe like a year, a year, like a year ago. If you asked me if Cedric Alexander had a future, I would have said no. But yeah, that answer has completely changed for today. Yeah, he's he's definitely on the on the come up. I think I think this is good for him. And just it, like how, just just how like the Rock had to, and I'm not comparing 
the rock to Cedric Alexander. I'm just saying in the situation where like the rock broke away from the nation or he ended up pushing um, Farouk out of the nation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the same thing. Um, I'm interested to see where it goes. I think that I think, to close up on Raw, like this Raw was was a little bit better than last week's, but it just it's still missing something. And what I can't understand is SmackDown hits on so many levels. It is such a good show on SmackDown, and they can't do the same thing on Monday Night for some reason. Like I don't know why. There's just again the the best description is disconnect because it's just the disconnect. Hell no, Steven, there's no need for Riddle in the Hurt Business. I think Riddle in the Hurt Business would be hilarious. Like Owen Hart was in the uh, the nation. I think he would be he real was. funny. Yeah. The fuck? Okay. Go look it up on the um, on the network. It was really funny stuff, man. It was really good. All right. Um, yeah, I think that would be interesting to me. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it's... I would give this Raw sideways. Like, it's still not not good enough. And we've got next week's Monday Night Raw as um, – oh, now I see a comment. Now i got to argue with this guy again. Um, I see that it is it, – it just doesn't make sense. Like, you know, it's the same stuff, like just swirled away around in a different way. Like, I feel like this is – just the same chili. We're just rotating beans and and the broth. And it's the same thing. Like Jeff we're not making any new dishes. David hosts a wrestling show. Okay. He does. Whatever that means. Uh, it's so obvious. The Hurst business and replaced by Kofi. No. Funniest thing I heard all week. I oh, so so here's the thing. Hold up a second, you because you're going too fast. Hold up. So I want to I want to address this. Jason thinks it's funny that SmackDown hits on so many levels. Right now, Roman Reigns is the number one. The number one wrestler. He is by far by far the most entertaining wrestling character on TV right now. The storyline of him being this mob boss, the head of the table, like it 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 hits. Sasha Banks is a star. Like all of these guys are stars. Bianca is coming up. It's entertaining. All of that stuff. The stuff between you see now Apollo in the same room with Roman. It's all entertaining. It's all right. We're going to give this guy a rub just a little bit. You the writing is more, more um, consistent with like the, a two hour show. Whereas here it's just completely discombobulated. So, you know, I don't know. If you don't like SmackDown, I don't know. Maybe you need to uh, check for COVID. I don't fucking know. But, you know, it's obvious to me that there's something missing. Yeah. Um, do you have any final thoughts on this match before we uh, get into our top five of the week? Um, no. All right. Oh yeah, did I give did I give my thoughts on this match? I, I thought this match was a decent match, you know. Riddle looks strong as always, and uh, I think you know with even with Lucha House Party, you know, Dylan likes to complain like he was tonight because he was over here for all. 
that uh they're the lucha house drivers and they suck at wrestling but they don't they really don't suck at wrestling they're decent wrestlers and they made matt riddle look good and that's what matters even though matt riddle lost he lost in a convincing way in convincing fashion should i say um but yeah yeah i do too um jason but uh yeah are uh, you ready for this top five um, let's go through these comments first and then let's go into the top five. Cool. So, um, Jason says, uh, he doesn't agree with Bianca losing to Bailey. Eh. It's, it's progression. You know, it's nothing. She, she didn't lose. Like she looks like a complete idiot. Like she looks, she's in the same dance. She, she's got Bailey as a dance partner. That means something like that's what you need to think about. Um, yeah, let's get into our top five. Right, and um, real, I want to shock a lot of AEW uh, fans. When I, with before my that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you go and subscribe to us on YouTube. You know, we, we are working to release content each and every single day on our on that platform. Uh, I'm putting the link in the chat, so make sure to go check us out. Um, and you can also watch our live show from there. So uh, just make sure to go hit, smash that like button, smash that subscribe button, and uh, yeah. Are we going like on commercial break or something? Why are we putting the thumbnail up? She got like a voiceover guy for that. Like we can we have Ron. Ron does like, voiceovers. Top five wrestlers of the I, I don't even know. Okay. Why don't you do it? I ruined things. Uh, all right, so top five. Who's going first? Me? Me, okay. Yeah, you go first. I like your top five. Go ahead. All right. So, number five, Xia Li. continued her dominance this week on NXT by defeating another enhancement talent or performance center talent, whatever. Uh, I'm really happy that she's finally getting the, the push. She's finally getting the push that she very much deserves, and I think this is going to lead to her being the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, what is it? At the TakeOver... Take over WrestleMania weekend, and if that even, you know, WrestleMania is two nights, so maybe take over happen on a Friday or something. Um, oh wait, no, I can't have it because whatever, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I think Yoshirai will lose the NXT Women's Championship to another than uh, Zayli. Um, number four, this may come as a little bit of a shock. <clears throat> I picked the newly debuted tag team. And WWE called MSK. I think they are also formerly known as the Rascals. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you know, they, they made their NXT surprise debut this past Wednesday, and I couldn't be more excited. They looked very strong and defeated Isaiah Swerve Scott and Jake Atlas to advance to the Dusty Cup. I think these guys can go all the way to the finals with this momentum and maybe even win the tournament, man. I mean, they looked really, really good. So you think they're going to win? You think they're going to be. Um... Undisputed Era. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The thing is that we, we got to see how their mic skills are too. But uh, yeah. So number three, uh, this may come uh, again. All of these might be surprising to you. Apollo Crews. Uh, I think Apollo Crews is trying to prove his worth and to challenge Biggie once again soon. Um, I'm really eager to learn what the future holds for, for Apollo Crews. You know, he had that, that really almost convincing win on SmackDown. And of course, you know, it was a double pin, so it didn't count. And they had to do all that crap. But uh, Apollo Crews, you know, even though he seemed lost in the shovel for a little while after transitioning to SmackDown, 
Um, it looks like he's finding his groove again in the mid card title picture. Um, number two, Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura continued his winning ways by defeating Jey Uso on SmackDown. He also had his old theme song back, which means his face turn has happened. Um, I think Nakamura can be in running and even possibly take Roman Reigns' Universal Championship at WrestleMania. I see. Are you drunk? No, I'm not drunk. I said possibly. Possibly. That's not even that's not even the match that's gonna happen. You're out of your mind. Okay. One. Cesaro. Cesaro is back, baby. I really enjoyed seeing Cesaro's full potential and an impressive match with Dana Bryan. I, I hope this means good things and and this only this means only good things, and hopefully this means that it Creative has finally seen the, hit, the potential in him, and hopefully this leads to a, some sort of title run in the future. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I know. Good. I don't know, Victor. I don't know. All right, that was a good top five. I, you know, you put a lot of winners there. You got people that are trending, so I think that's good. I'm trying to see if I can find um, Charmaine's. You guys, man, you guys dropped these top five early, and now I got to go dig them up. Dave, you mind seeing if you can find um, Charmaine's while I read some of the the newer ones? Oh my god, Charmaine, can you send yours again, please? <laughs> it was Charmaine, and I think it was—I don't know if it was George. Yeah, that's or way up there. I, I it might have been Derek. So here's George's top five. It's number one is Sasha Banks. Number two is Roman Reigns. Number three is Bianca Belair. Number four is Bailey. Number five is Drew McIntyre. Yeah, it won't let me go past twelve twenty-one a.m. So I, I can I can't get it. Uh, Daniel Miller says his top five are the Lucha Bros. Number four is Miro. Number three is Dexter Loomis. Number two is John Moxley, even though he didn't do anything and got jumped. Um, and then number one was Roman. All right, okay. very good. Vince Nash says his top five of the week are Deanna Perrazzo, Eddie Edwards, Adam Cole, Roger Strong, Darby Allen, and Biggie. Eddie Edwards is a good pick, man. And Deanna, somebody's watching Impact. Look at you, man. Good for you. Um, let's see. I think that was it, right? I think, yeah, that was it. Like, oh no, Elvis. Elvis says number five, Matt Cardona, who appeared on uh, Impact. Number four is Darby Allen. Number three is Bailey. Shinsuke number two. AJ Styles number one. Ooh, very good. Just I can't really argue with a lot of them except for Moxley because Moxley didn't do anything. I can argue with Styles. Fuck you. But he did win. No, I know why he put Styles first. He tried to hurt my feelings, whatever. Oh, here's oh Victor Nash. Did Victor Nash give his? Victor Nash says, okay, yeah, he yeah, he did. It's gotta be around here somewhere. Where are you, Charmaine? I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you. We put him up early. Oh, uh, no. You can't scroll past twelve twenty one. Yeah, she put them up way too early. I can't find. Yeah, sure. Uh, Mike Riggs. Uh, actually, no. Let's go. Um, Jeff. Jeff says number five is Zion. Four is Nakamura. Three is Moose. Two is Alexa. One is Roman. Okay, not bad. Uh, Mike Riggs says number five is Sasha Banks. Uh, four Oscar. Three Seth Rollins. Even though he uh, was he on SmackDown, I don't know. Uh, two AJ Styles. One Becky. What the hell, Becky Lynch? What? <laughs> number one is Becky Lynch. Absolutely, yeah. Why not? She had a baby, number one. Not this right. week, though, but... All right, Charmaine, let's hear it. One, Drew, one is Drew, Lee. two is Lee, three is Matt, 
Four is MJF. Five is AJ. Okay. Um, let's talk about this. My list is goes like this. Number five is going to be the same person that I picked last week at number five, and that's Lacey Evans. Even though she didn't really do anything this week, but she is killing it with this Ric Flair story. I want to see more. I'm interested. Um, and she's buying in. You know, she's even sending um, funny tweets to Charlotte saying um, oh, something about, like, how to be a good stepmom. She put a picture of, like, a, that book, and she's like, you think I should uh, buy this book and read it because I'm going to be uh, Charlotte's stepmom? Shit was fucking hilarious. Number four, I'm going to pick the TNT champion Darby Allen. I know earlier in this show, I completely shat on Darby Allen. I And not that I'm shitting on him, but I'm shitting on the fact of the booking. Whatever. Brian Cage, again, to sum it up, Brian Cage is a big dude. And he should be a booked as a monster like Wardlow, like Lance Archer, like all these big men, like Brody Lee was. Like, they should be booked as big men, big monsters. Like, you see Braun Strowman, he's built like a shit brick house. And these guys need to be booked as such. And to have him come in and pretty much unload, throw the kitchen sink at this kid, and then still look like a like he got clowned. If... Darby would have hit him with the skateboard, all would have been forgotten. Because then, you know what? It's a cheap win. But that's not what happened. Um, so I give it to Darby because Darby, hey, he looks like a million bucks. And you want to look at the epitome of buried? This is buried. There's no fucking coming back from this. Brian Cage is not coming back. Regardless of his FTW title, he's buried. That's what it means to be buried. You've just completely wasted all of your talent to put this one guy over, Darby Allen. I hope it's worth it. Number three, Roman Reigns. For the same reason that Dave's got Apollo Crews on his list, I'm putting Roman Reigns on my list. He is the head of the table, and this guy is so talented that he's apparently just by sitting next to Apollo Crews, He's propelled Apollo Crews out of obscurity, and now <laughs> he's relevant. So, <laughs> Look at Apollo Crews. <laughs> good night. Even I'm going to sleep. Yes, I go to sleep because I'm tired. Fantastic. Thank you, Charmaine. I apologize. I don't know what's worse, the comment being said or someone putting it up. David? I didn't put it up. Chris? It was Chris. <laughs> yeah, he just shook his head. Yes, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you guys in post-production about this. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Roman is at number three just because he can sit next to a guy and put this guy over. Number two, Alexa Bliss. She just pinned the Raw Women's Champion and made her so nervous that she was doing a pee-pee dance in the middle of the fucking ring. It's ridiculous. Alexa Bliss is number two. Um, and also she shot a fireball at Randy Orton's face. And apparently now um, he has to wear a mask. Number one, I'm going to still keep Kenny Omega as number one. This guy was not only, he's the only champion to be on two different brands. He was wrestling for AEW last Wednesday and he was wrestling for Impact 
this past Saturday. Now, I know a lot of you can argue and say, well, Steve, um, did it really count because it was on impact and nobody watches impact except for probably Victor Nash. And I will say, hey, it still happened. He still showed up and wrestled in a in an impact ring. And there's no WWE superstar that can say that. Um, so yeah, you got to give him props for that. He won his match. Um, he was teaming up with the Good Brothers. And uh, he beat um, the Impact World Champion, uh, Rich Swan. He beat Moose. And, oh my God, I forget the other guy. Daniel Miller hating as usual. Mega is better than all the champions in the world. Uh, eh, that's your opinion, buddy. Um, so yeah, so that's my top 10, my top five. Um, I just want to quickly, cause I, Jason came for this answer. He wants to know why do, why do you all hate Moxley? First off, it's not all of us. It's just me. Um, if you watch our year end review, um, I do a really good impersonation of Moxley. Um, being uh, the idiot that he is. They book Moxley to be a complete buffoon. When he was the AEW champion, Brody Lee stole his title for two weeks and John Moxley didn't care to go get it back. If, let's say, and the, the belt is supposed to be the most important thing to you, right? It's the reason that you, you're wrestling and you're, you're, you're trying to, to climb up the ladder. I'm going to liken it to his wife, Renee Young. If Brody Lee kidnapped Renee Young for two weeks, do you think that John Moxley would just be like, I don't need to go after you. I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to get you at the pay-per-view. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So there's that. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I love you, man. <laughs> bro, what the bro? <laughs> um, and now here you had this guy lose. So in December... You have the man lose his AEW title to Kenny Omega in some, you know, chicanery way where this old man, Don Callis, has to help Kenny Omega win the match. Now, I understand, okay, Kenny's working a heel, so that's fine. So they run off, and then John Moxley disappears for an entire month and a half. I don't hear about this guy at all. He doesn't care about the AEW championship because he's not on my TV. Kenny Omega's cutting promos. He's going to impact. Where's John Moxley? Crickets. I don't hear anything. John Moxley doesn't care about the AEW title. And now he shows up thinking he's Stone Cold Steve Austin running up on um, the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. And then he gets completely clowned. He gets beat up by all these guys. And what even makes even more nonsense to me is the fact that the Lucha Bros, who I guess apparently, I don't know, uh, owe Moxley money. Maybe Moxley uh, owes them money. I don't fucking know. There's no goddamn backstory. I don't know why they're helping him out. Maybe they hate the Young Bucks so much. Who fucking knows? But I guess that's long-term storytelling, right? I got to tune in next week and figure it all out. Whoop-dee-doo. There you go. That's my rant on Moxley. As usual. Thank you. And that's why. Because he's booked like a buffoon. Nobody cares about him. 
but he's cool because he comes out and he comes out of the, the audience and that's cool. Look at him. And he wears leather, tight leather pants. <laughs> right. He's cool. All right. Hey, man, if that's your shit, that's your shit. I'm not going to fuck with you, but it makes no sense. It's bad booking. Steven, you got anything else you want to? I do want to talk about one thing, and that was the news, and then we'll wrap it up. I know we're running a little long here. So, and that's the WrestleMania news about um, WrestleMania is going to have people. Um, over the weekend, three major announcements were made, all WrestleMania-related, right? And it was WrestleMania will be live from Tampa um, uh, this April, in the middle of April. Next April it is going to be in Dallas. And then the April after that for 2023, it's going to be in SoFi stadium in California. Right. And I think um, the, the reason they're, they're pushing it off so long is so by the time they go back to LA, this pandemic is over. It is no more. Um, Cause you know, you never know. I think it'll still, it might still have, there still might be remnants of it next year. But they want to make sure that they they can get to LA, no problems, full force in 2023, and I, I think that's the reason they chose Dallas. I, you know, I think they can fit a lot of people in Dallas, and that, I don't think you can fit a hundred thousand people in that state, uh, more than a hundred thousand actually, because it's just yeah, hundred thousand seats. But even if COVID is still a thing, you can still pack it in with as a lot of people socially distance. Like I think they they still want to make it a big thing. Exactly. I think WWE will also find a way to incorporate the Thunderdome setup because nobody wants to see half empty seats. So I I got a feeling they'll do something something of a mix of so both. You think? You know what? I I now that I think about this. Maybe they might do, you know, they, they won't do the risers for the Thunderdome at Mania, but I think what they'll have is that they'll have ringside virtual fans at Mania, and then they'll have the real fans in the back. Like, think about it. Like, all these big mega entrances at WrestleMania, they're, they're eye-popping because of the entrances and the, you know, all the stuff that they put out, like fireworks and stuff, but... What's it all going to mean if, like, it's a sea of nobodies? Like, I watch an NFL football game, like, even in the playoffs. And, like, there's a bunch of empty seats. And it's, like, it, it throws me off. Right. So, Same like, thing with AEW. It's, like, you know, I, I can't even tell yes. what they have fans there half the time. Because most of the fans – when I was there, I was, like, was I at this match? Or, like, was I here? Because I watched AEW Dark because they always take the match. But now I'm really um, – now it's like when I go back and try to watch, see if I can see myself in the crowd. I'm like way the fuck back in the like in like the 200 section where all the other fans are, and mm-hmm. even the guys in the 100s you can't even see. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting news, man. I thought that was um, I don't I I can't say that it's premature. I don't know what the capacity is going to look like, right? I don't know if it's going to be you know. 30% capacity, 10% capacity. I don't know. What's up, Mike? We miss you too. But you're not coming on the show next week. Just want to make that clear. Um, <laughs> sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. That's it. Um, you see, we're already running an hour and 40 minutes. And Was that uh, Drew McIntyre? Fake Drew McIntyre in the background? 
I, I am pretty sure that might have been Jimmy from New York. I don't know. Oh, so it was fake Drew McIntyre. Hello. 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 I can hear you, but. Okay, you can hear me, but I can't even hear myself. I can't hear you. But um, how about you help me wrap this up while my computer is being stupid? Very good. Um, Leave a like for how stupid uh, Dave's uh, computer is. Guys, um, yeah, there's nothing really much else to talk about. I mean, we're done. Raw was meh. Um, And I feel like you felt the same way about that. I see like a lot of people felt the same about it in the comments. And it is what it is. Hopefully next week's go home show to Royal Rumble is a lot better. Ooh, thumbs down. Wow. That's harsh. There you are. You're back. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We've talked about Raw. We've talked about uh, our top five wrestlers. And we've talked about the news. And uh, there's nothing really much uh, to cover. We'll talk about the go home Raw next Monday night. And hopefully... Um, we can focus on having a show and I don't have to school people so much like I did tonight. All right. Chris, you're trying to, you're trying to get me to, to, to rant for another 10 minutes. He's laughing. He thinks that's funny. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. All right. Sure, if you, if JD's your cup of sauce, then fantastic. Keep watching him hate on women. It's all right. We love women at, at UPR. Guys, please uh, pay attention to, uh, you know, please listen to the Hammerlock Hangover. It's a podcast that my friend, me, and uh, Jeff, we do. Jeff is the host on uh, Wednesday nights. And uh, if you want to hear us talk uh, random shit about wrestling, tune into the Hammerlock Hangover. Um, really interesting stuff. We get in depth. On Wednesday, also, we have the AEW and NXT results show where we talk about AEW and NXT. It's pretty much like this. Only less interesting. Just kidding. And then, uh, speaking of less interesting, we've got the uh, executive consulting hosting uh, Friday Night Smackdown. I think, Chris, are, are we doing that together, or is that um, just me and somebody else? Oh, it's going to be us together? Oh, fantastic. Very excited to set you up with corny jokes and you slamming them down like the A-team that we used to be. Um, so yeah, tune in to all the shows that we have for Unpopular Review. Again, please follow, like, and share all of our streams on Facebook, on YouTube. You can catch us doing reviews. We don't, we're Unpopular Review, but we don't only review wrestling. We also review movies. And our next review coming up this week is X-Men 3. We've already put X-Men 2 and X-Men 1 in the can. You can catch that in YouTube and uh, see the funny entertainment crew make all their jokes. They recast a couple of characters. I think one of them recasted uh, Storm as Betty White or some old bitty. I can't remember. But check out why that uh, that uh, joke is uh, funny on the uh, X-Men 2 review show. And that's pretty much it. That's all I've got. David, yep. you got anything? Nope. That's it. Thanks. Uh... Thanks for a great show, Stephen, and uh, that's it. Yep. Friday night, the B review. Oh, Victor, come come and join us on uh, on Friday, man. I, I want to see you in the comments, man. I'm gonna be on the Friday show, so come come and join us. And if you guys don't watch the Friday show usually, come come around. We'll have some fun. Maybe we'll throw some shots. We'll see. Were we gonna do shots on Friday night, Chris? Chris says thumbs up. 
Thumbs, thumbs up. Very good. So we'll do some shots. Anytime you come into the comments and troll us, we'll uh, and call us jobbers. We'll do some shots, and then we'll be uh, in the hospital <laughs> by by uh, the end of the show. There you go, guys. Guys, thank you very much for uh, watching. Much appreciated. I appreciate all the comments, even the negative ones. And uh, yeah, have a good day. Stay safe. Wear a mask. All that jazz. Have a good one. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen.